Welcome to Good Enough-ish. I'm Brooke Forey. And I'm Amanda Jefferson. We are two organization-loving friends sharing tips, strategies, real-life experiences, and fails of trying to be good enough-ish at everything we juggle in life. I own Indigo Organizing. I help busy people simplify their lives at home and at work. I co-own Curious & Company Creative, a branding design firm, and I created the Balance Bound Planner that helps you get organized and prioritize self-care. You can find us on Instagram at goodenough.ish, and you can find the show notes over at goodenoughish.com. If you have questions, comments, or ideas for future episodes, email us at goodenoughishpodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 484-440-9498. So let's start the show. Let's do it. Hello, Brooke. Hello, Amanda. It's a little dark in here, no? I'm good. You're kind of a vampire like me, though. You like a bit of darkness. I, I like a mood. Yeah. I like mood lighting. <laughs> we should have a candle going for this darkness. All right. Well, maybe next time. Yeah. Yeah. I like it, though. Okay. All right. Have you, speaking of kind of like dark and moody. Yes. Good transition there. <laughs> have you watched The Bear on Hulu? No. And you've mentioned it a couple of times, and I have absolutely no idea what it is. So it is a show. I just finished watching season two the other night, and okay. I kind of want to start it all over from the beginning because it was so good. But it is very... It's all about the restaurant industry, like okay. back of the house, all the craziness that goes into the kitchen. And Men's the... fiction. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh-huh. But I'm from what I'm hearing from people that have worked in the restaurant industry, it is a very accurate representation of kind of the chaos. And so I said kind of dark and moody before. Maybe not dark and moody, but it is very intense. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, there's definitely... There's humor mixed in, but I would overall not call it a comedy. I've seen it called a comedy, and I'm like, no. Would you call it a dark comedy? Not even? No. no. I think I'd call it a dramedy. A dramedy. A dramedy. So, like, there's some bits of humor, but, oh, okay. man. But season two, I really liked season one, but season two blew me away. Okay. So you got to well, watch it. I always love your recommendations. Oh, I know. I do have... I would say one of my like best qualities mm-hmm. is that I'm very good at pinning down like the type of TV that certain people are going to like. Yes. Like I I know you're going to like the bear yeah. and I think you're going to have a crush on the main character Carmi. Is he blonde or brunette? Um kind of like dirty in between. Okay. But very sparkly uh-huh. blue eyes mm. that they focus in on a lot. Right. A lot they, know the, the, they know what they're they doing. They know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. Yeah. I mean, um, I'm not opposed to that. Oh, the character development is excellent. The uh, writing is excellent. The chaos. But there's been certain episodes that I finished watching it and I'm like, you oh feel my gosh, a little I'm stressed. stressed. Yeah. You have so be prepared out. for that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Maybe don't watch like three or four episodes in a night like I am sometimes <laughs> prone to do. Are they half hour long? Uh, they're all hour. different. Oh, some okay. of them are like 45 oh. minutes. Some of them are closer to 30-ish. Oh, that's funny. Uh, but yeah, just okay. watch it, everybody. I'm excited. And Amanda, and tell me what you all think. All right, I will. Fernando okay. and I have been watching. We have been really getting into these like dark crime Ooh. dramas. Okay. Because we've always been a lover of like James Bond, Jason Bourne okay. genre. Mm-hmm. And so we watched Young Wallander. I have never even heard of this. I know, right? Fernando He's like a, he can, he he finds the most, what's the word I'm looking for? Obscure. Obscure things to watch. So Young Wallander, it's like, I think 
was a Swedish. It was okay. like a Swedish police crime drama. And then we just finished watching The Night Manager. Also, don't know what this is. Which was on Amazon Prime and dates back to 2016. Fun fact for you, okay. it has Tom, who was the Tom that dated Taylor Swift briefly? Hiddleston. Hiddleston, maybe. I, think that, I, I know that the the nickname for them was Hiddle Swift at one point, okay, I uh-huh, believe. Uh-huh. I do not find him attractive. Well. Taylor, what were you? Yeah, he's not for me. He's not for me. They were definitely trying to play him up as like a James Bond esque character. No, and disagree. But skinny for that. I felt like he was a bit skinny for that role. We don't but... talk about other people's bodies. <laughs> um, but uh, so yeah, we were watching the Night Manager. Also, fun fact: the... is this a drama? Sorry. Yeah. Okay. It's like high collar crime. Okay. Uh huh. Like international arms deals kind of thing okay. happening. The uh, girl who played the woman who played Lady Di on The Crown was yes. in it. Okay. Don't also you know her been... name? Don't no. you know her name, Brooke? No. Why Am I not? supposed to? Yes, because you know everyone's name. I don't know who played Princess Diana in, on, the Crown. on The Crown. Okay. Well, D- do, can you tell me who it no, is? No, I don't. So I don't know. Just, I don't. Oh, you weren't I just quizzing me. You just you to expected know. me to know. I don't know, and I am comfortable with that. But I expect you to know. Well, now I need to look it up. Yes, because I am curious. Um. Oh, Naomi Watts. No, come. Oh, well, sorry. Come. Who on. is Diana in the Crown? Oh, Naomi Watts was Diana in a show in a series called Diana. No, Elizabeth DeBecky? I don't I've never okay. heard of her. All right. Well, otherwise. Now, now we so all I'm have. sorry to have so failed you. So the next time you. that comes up on Quizzo, you'll be ready. DeBecky. I probably said that wrong. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. She's Australian. So okay. We right. have just finished The Night Manager and um it it got some awards. Okay. So it was it's decent. decent. All right. Yeah. Young Wallander and the Night Manager. <laughs> okay. I After I finished The Bear, I started watching The Summer I Turned Pretty, which is more mm. of a coming-of-age, like, young adult Love novel those. turned show. I just need – I need some good What was the coming one with of Claire Danes? Once Did you on. watch it? The one when we were growing up, the one with Claire Danes. My So-Called Life? Yes. Of course I watched coming it. Coming-of-age, yeah. please. That I mean, was so that – Jared Leto? Ugh. Leto. Oh, Leto? Okay. All right. (laughs) Um, Leto. Yes. That show. I mean, Jordan Catalano. What woman our age did not have a crush on Jordan Catalano? Right. No one. No. There was no disagreement. Like, you know how, like, with New Kids on the Block or whoever your boy band Mm. was, there was a lot of disagreement between, oh, my gosh, I can't believe you like him. Joey or Donnie. Yeah. With Jordan Catalano, there was no disagreement. No, no dispute. Pure consensus. Yeah. I also, I really want to see the Barbie movie and I theater feel... camp. I'm like in, I really want to go to the movie theater this summer. Well, is it out yet? The By the time this episode airs, the, airs, the Barbie movie will be out. Yes. Okay. I feel like this Barbie movie has been talked about for so long. I feel like, hasn't it been in the movie theater for eight months? The marketing budget is exorbitant. Yeah. yeah I hope for it's sure. good. Well, your favorite, Ryan Gosling, who I we know. do disagree on. We do it? disagree on. I don't think I'm going to like him in this role. I like him more in... The Notebook. Like, well, pff, yeah. But, Even I liked him in the notebook. But did you ever see like Drive, for example, no. where he was, I think he was like 
a professional getaway driver or something like okay. that. I mean, he he was rough around the edges. That's the Ryan Gosling <laughs> that I like. If you could see him at his face right now. Rough around the edges. Rough okay. around the edges. So I'm not sure I'm going to like him as Ken. Okay. All right. Know. All right. I mean, he's free to do whatever creative, pers- you know, um, he pursuits not- that, he, that he wants to. Yeah. I don't. You know, it's not for me. He hasn't consulted He did you. not consult me on this particular role, yeah, but I'm yeah. sure he'll be great. Okay. All right. Well, I'll let you know because I don't know. It sounds like you might not see it. I don't know. I will. You'll still see it? I will. Okay. Maybe we'll go see I it together. It, it, yeah. It'd be fun to go watch it in the movie theater yeah. because I think it's just going to be ridiculous and colorful. And... I think I just missed. I, I don't think I realized quite how much I missed going to the movies Yes, during COVID and like really also didn't go very much for the last year or so that we've been vaccinated and everything. Um, saw Elemental with Paige a couple weeks ago and that was oh, fun. I want to go see that. And so, but I think I do mostly only go to the movies these days with my kids. So... Do you like to go to the movie theaters where they serve you like real food on a tray? I mean, yes. Yeah, well, that's right? my one. I mean, I used to do it a lot more that I would go to a movie by myself oh, at right. the um, Painter's Crossing Theater near yes. us. That is the fork Chicken and fingers screen. and wine. Chicken fingers and wine. <laughs> I mean. I love that. Yeah. Or yeah, like we a go fancy to Painter's drink. Crossings too. That's yeah. pretty much like where. Yeah. Yeah. What did we see so there fun. recently? I can't remember. What's extra fun about those theaters, if you can, like, resist the ordering food, the tickets to see the movies are really cheap. Oh, yeah. Because the food and drink is where they get you. Mm-hmm. So it makes it really affordable if you're only going to see the movie and you can resist all the res- goodies. Resist the goodies. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think it's going to be like, uh, I'm going to go see some movies in theaters this okay. summer. All yeah. right. Yeah, it'd be fun to go see Barbie together. Huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well... I think we'll take a little break and Let's we'll come back it. to talk about our main topic. Okay. Okay. You're listening to the Good Enough-ish podcast with Amanda Jefferson and Brooke Forey. Visit goodenoughish.com for show notes with information from each episode, as well as links to all the places where you can find us on the internet. Now back to the show. Brooke, we're back. We're back. Yes. And today we're going to be talking about something about good enough-ish being a spectrum. Love this. Right? This speaks to me. Yes. Mm -hmm. Because there is a tool that I love from an organizer, a very famous organizer named Julie Morgenstern. And she has this framework called the Min Mod Max. She has a blog post about it, and we'll put that in the show notes. But it's essentially viewing kind of anything in life on this spectrum of like, what's the total max that I could do? What's the absolute minimum that I could do? Kind of that minimum effective dose that we always talk about. Mm-hmm. And what's something in the middle? And I think that you and I as we, you know, sort of battle the curse of the highly capable person, mm-hmm. we tend to always just be like, well, I have to do this and that means doing the max. Mm-hmm. But really understanding that in so many different things, whether it's home renovations or an email that you're writing or a birthday party that you're throwing, there is a min, there's a mod and a max and determining for each one of those situations what makes the best sense. Yeah, I love this. I think also this is a really great... Um, way to attack 
dilemmas or any ideas that come up for anybody who's like a black and white thinker, mm-hmm. like um, with people who say like, should, should I, whether or not. Right. All or nothing. Right. And I, I'm definitely someone who maybe to a fault sees the nuance in situations. And, and so I think this resonates with me because it's a, it's a concise way to express that this is how my brain works yeah. to someone who is perhaps more of an all or nothing black or white type of thinking person. Right. My husband. <laughs> <laughs> Asterisk. My husband. Yes. Yeah. I mean, even just for example, like the birthday party that I hosted for Isabel recently, like we talked about that, like, you know, I had just come off of this big sabbatical away. Everybody was jet lagged and tired. And I went all out and had, I think I had free, too much free time on my hand when I was away mm-hmm. and, you know, slumber party and expensive, you know, tents and the whole, and lots of girls. And like, we honestly probably could have done like frozen yogurt and Costco pizza, which mm-hmm. was her favorite pizza, um, with a couple of her closest friends. And it would have been great. So, um, you know, I think, I just think there's so, and even just stuff like, I remember when I worked in fundraising, Sometimes we would spend like weeks on this proposal, you know, fundraising proposal grant and, you know, pour everything that we had into it and then get rejected. And then sometimes we would write like a one page summary Mm -hmm. and asking for $30,000 and they'd be like, sure. You know what I mean? So like, like, "Hmm, so sometimes I was, I find that um, sometimes just the minimum effective dose is all you need. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I like it. This is something as when we were, I was trying to think of some examples um, to throw out there. It made me think of a potential kitchen renovation Mm -hmm. in our home because our kitchen is definitely the least exciting Mm -hmm. of the rooms Mm -hmm. and probably the one needing the most work, but we're not at a place where we can do a full renovation But also the minimum is doing nothing and in turn is doing nothing for me and my mood when I walk into our kitchen. So perhaps the mod is is the right choice for us now. And that is simply giving it a an affordable facelift that just makes it feel more pleasant. Mm. And this is something I've had a really hard time (laughs) explaining to Nick because he used to work in the construction industry and to him, it's like you you either do it all the way or you don't do right. it at all. And I'm thinking, okay, but I want it to be a more pleasant space. And so why not take the mod approach? So this yeah. is kind of a good way yeah. to um, break down that nuance, break down the, the difference between the all or nothing or the yeah. black and white thinking. Because it's amazing the difference that like some cabinet paint, some new fixtures and like a nice backsplash, like mm-hmm. the difference that that will make. And a lot of that is, can be very DIY or very affordably done by a handyman. Yeah. This was maybe going to be like my summer project to like just test out what a few little upgrades would look like. Mm-hmm. And man, I swear that Instagram algorithm uh, is yeah. in my brain. Like, I don't think I ever searched for cabinet paint or, you know, because cabinet Painting your cabinets can become a real oh, a yeah. real bear. That's not of a, an undertaking. Yeah, that's not an easy thing. No, um, but the 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 paints, the easy one coat, whatever. You don't need to mm. sand anything. Man, those paints have really been targeting me. Oh, really? Hard. Yeah. I, wow, you don't have to sand one coat and you don't have to sand anything? I wow. mean, maybe not one coat, but they're really pushing that you don't have to do the prep work. Right. And again, listen, they're not going to look great. I think that's where I sometimes need to 
explain to Nick or whoever, whatever situation I'm in, like, no, 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 I'm not expecting to do, to take the mod approach and it look like a max approach. Correct. I understand that if I put in the mod effort, Mm -hmm. that my expectation cannot exceed mod or I will be disappointed. And I'm okay with that. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that like, and, and again, there's even more spectrum because like the max could be like a complete gutting of your kitchen and starting over. But in our case, for example, we did that like kitchen saver thing mm-hmm. where they essentially you keep the exact same footprint and you keep all the exact wood and everything of the cabinets, but they basically just reface them mm-hmm. and do new hardware and they put in new lazy Susans and new drawers. And it was lovely. It was a perfect mod approach mm-hmm. and it was, you know, a lot. So it's an, another kind of like in the middle solution. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking about this too, as in regards to, we talked a couple episodes ago about our summer bucket list, mm-hmm. but I found myself on Facebook last night feeling a little bit triggered mm-hmm. by everybody's happy summer photos. Mm-hmm. And Which felt- we know mm-hmm. are not always representative right. of real life. Right. Um, right. But just kind of like, oh my gosh, look at everybody and they're at the beach and they're so happy and they're eating crabs and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the crabs oh, that got you. my friends are eating the crabs. Yeah. And... <laughs> Okay. Anywho, um, but you know, I have to just go back to my summer bucket list and it wasn't to spend all summer at the beach. I'm actually not that much of a beach person. Same. So like pools and hammocks and outside time and, you know, like that's, that needs to be fine. Yeah. Yeah. So that is just a reminder of like, that's somebody else's max. Mm -hmm. That's what some, you know, that's not necessarily what I need out of my summer. Well, and you can't be all max all the time. No, that's exhausting. Yeah. People have asked me, you know, are you going anywhere this summer? And I've said like, no, you know, last summer, my excuse was, or my my reason, not excuse was, well, we had taken our big Disney trip last March, 2022. Yes. And so the summer was like, oh no, we did our big Disney trip. And I'm still kind of riding on that yeah. reason, but I'm like, I, the amount of planning and energy and money that went into yeah. that trip I don't have it in me, but also like I don't need to create that memory for our family on yeah. a yearly basis. No. Um, that's a max expectation that is going to burn everybody out real quick mm-hmm. or create expectations for my kids that this is something we do every year. And guess what? We're, it's not. Right. It's not. We're going to take one big trip like this maybe every four or five years. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. They were they were perfectly pleased with the arcade in Cape May, New Jersey. They were pleased. They were pleased. We did the- 20 um, bucks each. We Done. did the arcade at Ocean City. New Jersey Jillies. Oh my gosh, oh, it was yeah. so fun. Nostalgia. It right was there. so fun. 25 cent ski ball. Done. Um, love ski ball. Have we talked about this before? I'd like to have a ski ball machine in my home. Ski ball's so fun. I love I'm terrible at it. Oh, I'm you don't need terrible. to be good. I want to be good. Because every once in a while you get that hundred pointer and you're like, I'm a genius. Yeah. And that's all you need. But and there are you- people that are good at it. Eh. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like when in Rehoboth Beach at the boardwalk, there's like guys that are there that like it's like understood that it's kind of almost like bowling. It's like it's their lane. It's mm-hmm. almost like a skee ball league. It's their lane. You don't mess with them. They're in the zone, and they you know they've got like thousands and thousands of points. It's insane. Skee ball league is this is this our million dollar idea? Um, you know how there's like axe throwing. Yeah. Pickleball has really taken over the world. Maybe right. skee ball is like the next thing that people do love skee ball. I know, but. There's not like a single place that's only skee ball. Well, you know what's hard about skee ball is that it's expensive to practice. 
Do you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. it's like I need, gotta have a lot of quarters. I right, like I, I, I would need to spend like thirty, forty dollars to get good. But at what ski- if you don't? But what if you don't? You know what I mean? What if good enough ish ski and ball is coming in some, to a like, location arcade where like some kids tug it on you because they want cotton candy and you're like, I'm trying to perfect my game here. Adults only ski ball league, Amanda. Yes. Did we just Yes. We just came up with it. Yes. This is happening. This is happening. Maybe. That would be such a Delco thing, I think. That right? Would be so fun. I love it. Do you guys want to go play ski ball this weekend? Yes. Yes. We're doing it. Yes. Sorry. A little bit of a tangent there. We need to talk to people that run like Bettys and that kind of stuff and be like, how do we make an adult one of those? Uh Just ski ball. You just just make it. You just make it. If you build it, they will come. Okay. All right. (sighs) Ski ball. Don't know how. I'm sorry. I got really. I'm not like a real distracted about it right now. Okay. Yeah, because I really do like it and I really want to get good at it. And I would join a league. I bet they exist, Brooke. I don't know if they do. I don't think I've ever heard of one, but I bet somewhere in this country. There exists a ski ball league. I'm saying it doesn't exist. You're saying it I'm doesn't saying exist. it doesn't, and we're gonna make it happen. Okay. Okay. Um, all so right. Getting back to the <laughs> getting back to the mid mod max. Um, I'm trying to think of other examples where this is really helpful. Yeah. Back to school. Um, I know I tend I used to be total, I used to take a max approach with all of the school supplies. Mm-hmm. Now, guess who reuses folders year to year? Because there are folders that I I get all the colors that are asked mm. of me. I, I put the names on the labels and do all the things. I think the folder was used like once for a week. And yeah. I I have taken, I guess I would call this the min approach that I'm not even buying school supplies. Sometimes I'm looking through last year's pencils and realizing the majority of them weren't used. And guess what? I'm going to sharpen them. Shine That's them up good. and they're going back in the school supplies this year. That's good. Yeah, because our school offers like you can you can order yes. like a, the set like put together. And yes, it benefits the, the school, the PTA, but like I don't need to spend $25 per kid. I could maybe spend like seven. I know. You know, I think I have been taking – what has felt like the min approach, which has been to buy that box that can get directly sent to the school. But I'm getting some feedback from Isabel that that stuff is really ugly and boring and doesn't mm. spark joy. Okay. So I think we're going to mod it up a little. Okay. And I think we, but there are certain things that she does not care about, like pencils and glue sticks. You know what I mean? Like I could absolutely just sharpen those, whatever, get those ready to go. But like the folders yeah. and the notebooks and that kind of stuff. Well, and I, I love buying school supplies. I love so. school it's hard for me to not take take the max approach it's funny that you think the min approach is just buying the the ready to go set and to me that's the max approach because it in my head it costs ultimately it ends up costing more because Mm -hmm. i'm not starting from scratch my kids have been in school for a few years so it's funny how we both view that yeah i think of it as the min approach because it's zero effort it's zero effort Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. it's a little bit of effort let's not discount the work you do Somebody's got to do it. Yeah, Fernando ain't ordering those school supplies. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Is he going to cut this part out? <laughs> nope. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm going to mod it up a little bit, but it's a little tricky because I do feel like her styles change a bit. So mm-hmm. we might start the year being in like preppy mode and oh. then we might end the year being in emo mode. Oh. So are there emo folders? Probably. <laughs> So, you something know, for everyone, something for everyone. Okay. So, but yeah, that'll be exciting. So where should I get my school supplies? I mean, where do you think I'm going to suggest? Obviously. Do I have to start doing that now or do they have I'm, them out now? 
I like to do it in July or early August because okay. then I have more more of my choices. Yeah, because things. it gets real picked over. Do not wait until the day before school starts. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So maybe I'll go do that soon. Yeah. Okay. And I love, I mean, just more reasons to love Target. Our Target usually has a little area where they yes. have all of the supply lists from the different area schools. You can also look it up online. This backfired on me a little bit last year. My approach, which was, you know, to still go through Target, um, but I found our list on the Target site. They oh. even had it, like, in the app. You could go find your school's list. Really? However, make sure if you do that and you do, like, the drive up or the pickup, whatever, you really review it because they had left out, like, six things. Oh. So I had to go into the app and say, you guys forgot all of this stuff. So it oh. was it was not perfect. Iffy. Yeah. yeah. And you want to make sure to, like, actually make sure that it's the correct list that your school is still. So, listen, it's not a perfect system. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It okay. was not 100% in you know, line with the most recent. I don't with like it the when most recent. perfect systems. No, I know. I know. Anyway. Yeah. I Whenever we go to... Um, like restaurants that have a perfect system, I, I like want to speak to the manager and congratulate him on mm -hmm. how amazing his system is. And mm -hmm. when it's not, I'm like, Fernando, I'm dropping the business. I have to, you know, work with this restaurant, you know, this Chipotle <laughs> and um, work with them on getting their systems work back up because it's not working. No, uh, the efficiency is not there. And Fernando's mm -hmm. like, here we go. Too much friction. Too Listen, much when friction. Listen, when, when I go out to eat, I want no friction. Yes. Where was I the other day that, uh, oh, we were in Chile once and it was amazing because, and I don't know if you've seen this here, maybe we've talked about this already, but we were in a really, really busy restaurant and this waitress was trying to get around to a whole bunch of different tables at the time, but she had an iPad that she was taking our order on. And when she took our order, it was delivered right to the kitchen. Yes. Have you seen this? Yes. Um, oh, what's the place in Granite Run? Oh, you, we talked about this. We talked this. about this. Turning point? Turning point. Yes. Not only do they just do everything right on their device. I uh -huh. don't think it was – I don't remember if it was, it was an iPad. But then when they bring you the receipt – You can split it. It's a QR code. You can pay directly from your yes. phone. You can split it by person. You can split it by item. You yes. can split it any way you want. Yes. And you never have to – you don't have to hand the check to anyone, your credit yes. card to anyone. It like – I haven't been back there since, but I want to go just because of that seamlessness. Yes. That lack Chile, of friction. Chile, in a lot of ways, like they have like what's called like leapfrog technology. Like a lot of times they're doing things so much better than we are mm. here. They're doing them down there because they've just kind of leapfrogged from a really old system to like the best technology of today. And I thought it was great because when she left our table, we had, you know, two hungry kids with us. And a lot of times, like, if I see somebody leave my table, they've just taken my order, and then I see them running all over the place. I'm mm -hmm. like, oh, my gosh. You know, that it's going to get into the computer for a not, while. That's not going to get into the computer for a while, but it was just so amazing to be like, boop, it is in the computer. Love it. And they took the, the max. Yes. The max approach. Loved it. Tying it all together. That kind of stuff just makes me happy. I know. I know yeah, it does. Yeah. So let okay. us know, listeners. What have we sparked in you? What's something that you maybe like a project that you're thinking about right now or something mid bond maxing when you're probably maybe you're maxing something, but you could get away with the min or you're minning something could do a little <laughs> bit more modding. I'm making them verbs. Mm -hmm. Say it 10 them. times fast. Yes. Yeah. No. No. Okay. We're going to take a break and we'll be right back. We'll be back. Hey, listeners. Amanda here. 
One of the best ways to support this podcast is by leaving positive ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts. If you're on an iPhone, find that purple podcast app, search for Good Enough-ish, scroll down to the ratings and reviews sections to tap five stars and write your own review. You might even get a shout out on the show. Your support means so much and will help new listeners find us. Thanks so much. Now back to the show. We are back and I'm excited for you to talk about what's sparking joy for you because this is something that you have introduced, you introduced to me recently and mm-hmm. I have not had the time to sit down and play with it, but I really want to. Okay. So tell us. So I have used Dropbox for, I guess, since the start of my business, like 13 years ago. And so I was offered the beta um, of Dropbox Dash. So is it still in beta or anybody can get it? It now? is currently still a beta experience okay. per their uh, website. But it is basically just like a homepage hub, not homepage. Dashboard. Dashboard. So you know how like I use Google Chrome for uh-huh. my browser. Yes. And when you open a new tab, it would usually just go straight to like the Google page or you could customize it through Google. Mm-hmm. This is kind of a, rep- it, it is a replacement for that, but Dropbox is explaining this as a artificial intelligence powered universal search that enhances your productivity across all applications. With machine learning at its core, Dash learns and evolves alongside you, continuously improving as you use it. So basically, when I now when I open a new browser tab, yeah. it automatically um, shows me these stacks. Yes. So one is always my calendar. I have it linked to my Google Calendar, and it shows me if I have meetings or appointments today. Mm-hmm. It also gives me a suggested focus where I can pick up where I left off. So, you know, sometimes I have maybe 15, 20 browser mm-hmm. tabs open, which is not a lot considering mm-hmm. some people, you know, have hundreds. But it's basically showing me some of my recent tabs, some of my recent searches. If I was looking for a gift for someone, but then I never completed the purchase, it's going to show me that in that suggested focus stack. I can mm-hmm. also create, like I started creating an everyday stack. So every day I want to be checking in on Basecamp projects for my business. Oh. I want to be checking QuickBooks to see if there's any outstanding invoices I need to follow up with. So it's just like a single view. Oh. Rather than just having a million tabs that you need to click to open. I like that. It's like a a single view of your tabs and your recent experiences where you can pick up where you left off. I like that. I'm going to have to just look and see what you're doing over there and just replicate it. I like that idea of the everyday because, you know, we were talking about me not being on Facebook very often on the Good Enough-ish Facebook page Mm -hmm. and having that little tip because there's two other communities that I really do want to be participating in more. Mm -hmm. So if I could add that there, like I could even have like a little connection stack yeah um that would be really fun and i do use uh folders a ton in chrome like i have a podcast folder and that's where i keep you know there's like 10 different websites that you and i use to Mm -hmm. run the podcast so it'd be really great to have a podcast stack i really like this Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i like it too i need to customize it it more um but even just in the few weeks that i've been using it um, they've made it look a little bit more aesthetically pleasing, and I think I can customize the background. Um, so I'm just I'm liking it. There's like it it kind of creates yeah it created like a little suggested focus that's all related to good enoughish. So it knows that I'm 
updating our website each week with the show notes. It knows that I'm going into Notion to look mm-hmm. at our notes. So it's awesome. I, I love it. So if you're a Dropbox excited. user, see, you know, we all get a lot of emails. Just go into your email, see if you've gotten an invitation to the beta. If not, there, I'm sure that there's some sort of like wait list or you can figure out um, how to yeah, and I think I don't even know, like, because I'm a Dropbox user, and I don't even know if I got an invitation. I think I was able to just go into my account and sign oh, up and for the beta. Okay, so good. people might not even need to look for that email. So. Check it out. That's good. Yeah, Amanda, what are you doing to do your future self a favor? Okay, so I'm talking about grocery lists today. All right, so I have we have a magnet pad on our like a paper pad on mm-hmm. our refrigerator that I try to get my husband and my mom to add to when they when they need something. But what inevitably happens is that somebody's out at the grocery store. They haven't taken that list with them. And they say, oh, I'm stopping by the grocery store. What do we need? But I'm out too. So mm-hmm. I don't know what's on that list. My invention, Brooke, which I believe we have talked about at one point, is to have a grocery list that you draw on and it uploads it as you add it to a central location this exists somewhere this okay. i forget there's if like a you device could buy it for me that would be great mm. um but the hack that i'm using in the meantime is every single time i add something to the list i say hey siri or alexa or whoever is around add milk to the shopping list because um my apple reminders list has a shopping list okay and so you're so, duplicating efforts but it doesn't doesn't take it, it's removing the friction later correct. during your shopping experience correct okay yeah so but i would like to first of all we have two pieces of research to do one is the is there a skee-ball league in the country and in the world in the world and the second one is what is the device that you can write on your kitchen fridge and it will upload it to some yeah. place yeah there's something i don't right? know what it is i mean people have those fancy refrigerators with all the screens yeah that might be it i mean that it's like a smart fridge what, that takes your handwritten list and that's the max transcribes broke. it it is what's the mod or the min of yeah this? yeah i think you you're know? doing the min you're I'm writing it in. and you're adding mod. it to Siri. I'm looking for, but the we're mod. looking for the mod. I think the mod would be, um, either like iPad, but then you'd have to get someone to open the iPad. I think it, it your current approach is working for you because you have multiple people and in multiple generations living in your home. And some people are going to be more inclined to write yes. something on the list. You know what else I have seen is those like they're kind of big screens so it's not part of your refrigerator oh yeah you know there's like the home about? yeah like yeah. the home hub exactly where mm-hmm. you can have the calendar and the weather yeah and the shopping list so you would have to train the family members to add to that shopping list right. but i do have a secret wish for that item okay and i think some of them can be even maybe because we have a pretty we don't have a lot of counter space in our kitchen i was gonna say this yeah, would so work like for i us. don't know where we would put it but if it were it could be magnetic or something that could work although mm-hmm. how could it because i'm over to plug it in you know mm-hmm. what i mean yeah but uh, so many questions. So many. Somebody's got to have answers. Somebody yeah. has answers for this. Tell us what you're I doing. bet some of our listeners, listeners have one of those cool hubs. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, hope you're having a good summer, everybody. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Yeah. And you know where to find us. You don't, know where to don't find leave us. us hanging. Don't forget patreon.com slash good enough fish. Go and get all your amazing goodies. Do it.
All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Good Enough-ish. We will be back each week with new topics, stories, tips, and personal experiences, as well as some good old friendly banter and lots of laughter. Don't forget to find us on Instagram at goodenough.ish. Email us at goodenoughishpodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 484-440-9498 with questions, comments, or ideas for future episodes. Thanks for listening. Bye.